On today's show, we discuss some further insight into this potential Sixers and Pacers trade that seems to be progressing. Also, with Damian Lillard request out of Portland just a short time into the season. And lastly, Doc Rivers just made some comments regarding the Sixers point guard position. And boy, do I have a lot to say about it. There's a lot to get into. Let's break it down. Perfect. Perfect. What is going on, everybody? RB here. Welcome on into Philly Take with RB, where we constantly talk Philly sports. You know what to do. If you enjoy the content, drop a little like, subscribe if you're new, and hit the bell so you're always notified anytime we drop content or go live. We'll be covering the Sixers all season long, so be sure to stay tapped in. Check out the merch store and consider becoming a channel member for additional support and exclusive perks. All right, so today I just got done watching the Sixers uh, blue and white scrimmage, you know, it seemed like the NFL Pro Bowl, not a lot going on, no defense, and they were just having fun, but the comments that came after that, along with some uh, some things that have been building up the last couple days in terms of comments about this trade and that trade and a whole bunch, we're going to get into it all, but before we do that, let's go ahead and hear a quick word from the sponsor, BetQL. Do you want to get an advantage over your sports book? Well, if so, BetQL is the perfect app for you. Their best bet model scans over 350,000 unique bets per year. They give you a best bet recommendation across all major sports for every single game. They give you spreads over unders, player props. They even give you some of the sharpest analytics in the game. I've been using BetQL myself, and it's really helped me take my sports betting to a complete another level. I'm ready to bet on a few parlays this weekend, and I can't wait to cash in. If you're looking for the same kind of success, go to the App Store or Google Play Store right now, or just go down to the description, click the link, use promo code RB for 25% off of any subscription offering, and be sure to check out the special BetMGM offer in the description as well to receive $200 in free bets no matter whether your wager wins or not, and as long as you're in an eligible state. Again, all this information down below in the description, and shout out to BetQL for sponsoring this content. All right, let's get right into it. So, again, uh, the Sixers just concluded their blue and white scrimmage, and, um, you know, not much to take away from that. But after the game, Doc Rivers was talking, and I think it's important to include the context of what Doc Rivers had to say yesterday regarding the Sixers' point guard position. He was asked if the Sixers need to acquire a point guard to run the team, and he said, quote, I'm fine. Like, if we can get one, great. I don't worry about what we don't have. Now, I agree with that. I I do think you have to coach the players that are here and that are around. And, you know, he's trying to deflect the entire situation. And it makes sense from a team and a leader standpoint, you know. But I I just don't like the tone. Like, if we can get one, great. Like, I'm fine. Why not just say Tyrese Maxey or Shakemelon or those guys are what we need and they're going to get the job done? You know what I mean? I don't like that tone. And it just goes back to the sense that I really do feel that uh, Doc Rivers enjoys two fives presence on this team. Like I, I really think he likes him to an extraordinary level. Um, but that's just how I feel about it. But anyway, after this scrimmage that just concluded, he again he was it was kind of brought up again. It was um, reciprocated, and uh, Kai Carlin has the quote here. Doc pretty much said when asked about Shake and Tyrese, he says that Shake Milton spaces the floor a bit more as at the point guard spot better than Tyrese Maxey, and is better defensively at the moment. And then that is followed up by Keith Pompey here uh, with a quote says, it's funny. I knew Maxi could do it. This is doc rivers talking. I didn't know shake could do it. And he's done it almost more. That's something we didn't know shake could do honestly. And he's doing it. So, you know, we saw shake Milton start the last preseason game 
and a lot of us were wearing it. I, I made a statement saying that I'm actually worried that Tyrese is going to start on the bench because he played so well coming off the bench, and, and that was a lot better than what he did in the starting lineup game one. And Doc talked about how he wasn't ready for the pressure and, and all those types of things. Doc might just keep him on the bench. And it, it comes back to this whole thing, like, I don't get what Doc is trying to do with Tyrese Maxey. Like, why not give him a few games, let him go out there, feel his groove. Like, now you're just suddenly shifting to Shake Milton, who, from what I saw in the first couple games, is still the same old inconsistent Shake Milton. And, and I'm not hating on Shake Milton. I know people like to think that I'm hating on these bench guys. I'm not hating. In, in totality, I just want a solid bench because the Sixers have not had one for years. I've been on record the last couple videos saying that we need to go out and get a veteran point guard. We need a guy who can consistently give us 10 to 12 off the bench at night. And, and uh, it would be nice to have a guy with experience, similar to how we brought in Andre Drummond, who seems like he knows what he's doing, right? We need a veteran guard. And I just don't I don't, I don't think Shake Milton or Furkan Korkmaz or maybe even Tyrese Maxey right now would be that guy. Maybe if you move Seth Curry to the bench and bring in someone via trade, who knows? But... I just don't see it, and the fact that Doc is now all over Shake Millen, it doesn't make me feel good. And mate, did we just overrate Tyrese Maxey? Is he not ready yet? We know the kid has upside, has potential, and this is why someone like me a couple months ago when I said I would include Tyrese Maxey in a package for a star and people got mad at that, again, we have this history of overrating players. Like when we last season said that Shake Millen wouldn't be included in a trade for this, like, come on, man, come on. We, we have to be realistic about it. Um, at the end of the day, though, I just hope that these guys get their run, and I want Doc to show more confidence until something happens. It just doesn't seem like there is a lot there. But anyway, let's talk about this trade because, you know, it all comes down to that. Do we have a point guard? Do we have a guy to run our team? Are we going to be successful until we figure this situation out? Now, um, just for a quick laugh, there was a trade proposal put up by Bleacher Report yesterday, and I, I can't stop laughing at it. A five-team trade <laughs> where the Sixers get Lillard and Beal, the Nets get De'Aaron Fox, uh, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, uh, Blazers get 2-5, Seth Curry, uh, Harrison Barnes, the Wizards get McCott. Like, what? Do I even have to keep... And, and the, <laughs> the best part about it is that the Kings get Kyrie Irving. If Kyrie goes to the Kings, that's like me going... Um, to just something where I will just get depressed and, and just retire. Like, really? You really did you really put that in there? Kyrie to like someone actually put this in an article. I don't understand. But anyway, just for a quick laugh here. Anyway, let's get to the 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 real business here. So John Hollinger um, from the Athletic wrote an article and pretty much said that the one growing potential two five destination is the Indiana Pacers. We've heard all the rumors over the last couple of days, right? The Malcolm Brogdon, Karis LeVert, and Picks uh, type of swap that would get it done. According to Keith Pompey here, he says that he believes that would get the deal done for 2-5. I just don't understand it. Like, Malcolm Brogdon absolutely balled out last night in a preseason game. Karis LeVert looks sharp. These guys are 28 years old. They're in their prime. If Indiana did this, it would be an absolute fleece. But at the end of the day, Maybe they're trying to get more ratings and they're trying to get more of a household name per se. Um, and, and they would do something like, I just don't understand it. But Keith Pompey thinks that would get it done. And one more tidbit here. Apparently, Damian Lillard has backed off quite a bit when it comes to his desire to be elsewhere for now. This comes from NBA Analysis Network. And some 
People have been writing about this. The Athletic put this out. Apparently, Lillard wants to give Chauncey Billups a chance and give his organization one more shot. Now, we know they're not going to do anything, right? And the Sixers have to not only maintain or monitor this situation, but they also have to maintain eyes with the Bradley Beal situation. Will he sign his extension early in October and in the next couple weeks? Will he sign that extension when eligible? Or if not, will the Wizards be willing to deal him for a blockbuster type of package at the deadline? Two things to really keep our eyes on. But who knows? Beal might love losing in D.C. as he has done. And who knows with Damian Lillard, right? It's interesting because there seems to be a consensus among writers that the Blazers will have a weak start and they'll try to start moving pieces and really retooling, I would say, for the future and getting a bunch of draft picks and young players. So that's where this whole talk comes in. Like, I don't know whether Daryl Morey is going to pull the trigger on a trade or he's going to let this play out. I really think Daryl is is accustomed to this hardball. He's always traded star for star. And honestly, it just in my personal opinion, no sources or anything like that, I feel that Daryl Morey believes there is a good chance that one of these stars will become available. I think that's why he hasn't pulled anything on a trade this offseason. I, I feel like he's been monitoring the playing field. And I just think he thinks from a basketball standpoint that whether it's Dame, Bill, or somebody else, somebody is going to request out soon. And, you know, we have to look just a couple things to think about from the Sixers standpoint. Number one, if the Sixers do, do pull this trade, because like I said in my last video, I'm starting to get sold on this idea. I really think Brogdon and Levert would help this team. But at the same time, I feel like people are so impulsive that they don't think about the future, right? The Sixers don't have a ton of future draft assets. So if they pull this trade and Levert and Brogdon don't really work out, they get injured and this and that happens, you know, where do the Sixers go from there? I feel like Daryl was trying to evaluate everything, like what would happen if X, Y, and Z happens, right? And looking forward, where do we go? Where do we go if we make this swap and it doesn't work out for us, right? That's also why Daryl Morey is trying to acquire two, three first-round picks. People don't understand why. That's why. So that we're still in some type of play for another move down the line because if we don't, then what's going to happen? Is, is another top free agent going to want to come here? Well, let me tell you something. If we pull the trigger on this trade and we have a great season as a top three seed, maybe a, a, a potential free agent says, you know what, let me go be the icing on the cake there. Let me be the final piece and try to get this team over the hump. Here's one mistake I think people are making is that they view this like the Milwaukee Bucks situation where we would be an underdog and we'd have a great fit, right? You have Giannis and then his sidekick, Chris Middleton. They think a similar situation would uh, pursue itself with Joel Embiid. But here's the thing. The NBA landscape last season was in a trance. It, it was bad. There were so many people injured. A lot of teams, a lot of stars that usually make it further in the playoffs did not, and they probably will, and the East has bolstered up. So I don't think we're going to see a unique year like we did last year. So the ultimate question is, does Brogdon and Levert make us a championship contender? And if it does not, does it at least somehow, you know, start to make the dominoes fall for a potential big move later on? Because honestly, I still am a firm believer that we need another star here to compete for a championship. And I just, I think Daryl's trying to evaluate everything going forward and make the best decision at the end of the day. So that's kind of where I'm just thinking on it. Um, I do think it's possible it happens, but I also think Daryl Morey is not trying to act with impulse. He's trying to make the best decision for now and also into the long term. And uh, I, I have my trust in him. I have my trust in him, and, and we'll see what happens again. 
Two five is the one with four years left on his contract. The Sixers are here, and I, I do think they're going to try to get him back to camp and just try to build up some value in any way they can and, and hopefully facilitate something big and hopefully somebody else requests out. If not, we may just have to settle for something. Um, but it depends what's on the table as well. Those are just my thoughts. Shout out to BetQL for sponsoring this content. The only app you'll need to beat your sportsbook today. Use promo code RB25% off of any subscription offering. All info down below in the description. Give me all your thoughts. Appreciate you guys so much for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And I will catch you on the next one, man. Peace. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.